Step inside, walk this way, you and me, babe. Hey, hey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the pear pod. I've used this melody once before. But I keep going back to it by default, so I'll continue to use it now. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the PearPod, the juiciest podcast on the internet. Doesn't make any sense, but who gives a shit? Thank you all for your support on the last episode. Not really. You're killing me, folks. You're killing me. You guys are, um, I just belched. You guys are lucky I don't, um, I don't get my confidence from analytics. You guys know that. I do it for that one comment, that one guy who's listening to it, you know, on a lonely night. That's what I'm doing it for. Hope you're all well. Um, you know, pretty standard week here in Sunny Bay. Lots of exciting things happen though. Um, first off, I have now, so listeners of the podcast who know me well, i.e. Kevin and Phil, hello Kevin and Phil, um, they'll know that I am a, a, a bastard for uh, breaking my phone screen. Something, I don't know what happens, I, I've sat on it, dropped it, lost it, but particularly cracking the screen is just something that happens in my life. Um, I'd say I've spent thousands getting my phone fixed over the years. So recently when I was here, I dropped it again, broken, uh, went in to get it fixed. And the gentleman told me that basically the, 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 the curvature of my phone has been compromised. And he advised that I get a, a big, a big fucker of a, of a case. And so I release, I offer you this. Yeah, it's a, I had to fucking, it's basically the case is in six pieces and it all gets screwed together and it's, it's, it's fucking pure steel, you know what I mean? So uh, that's the latest test for me to see if I can break it. I don't think it's going to be possible. It says it's drop proof and shatter proof, so we'll see. Don't know if I believe that. But yeah, uh, got to start, got to, had to invest smarter and it just didn't make sense to fucking pay one more time to get my screen fixed. So... I made an immense. What else is going on this week for me? Um, I watched actually, I don't know if people watched this show, um, Afterlife on Netflix with Ricky Gervais. Um, I think Ricky Gervais wrote it, but I was, um, I got up one morning there. Usually in the morning I'll come in here and do some emails quickly before we go to the gym. And by emails I mean, you know, scroll social media. And so I was scrolling on TikTok and, uh, Jeez, man, I came across a clip of just, uh, I, I'm presuming it's the third season of Affleck, I haven't watched it yet, but it's just this sh- shot in the hospital. And um, this fucking kid has like terminal cancer or something, I guess, and it was just, I, I, I wouldn't do the scene justice trying to reenact it or whatever, but Ricky Gervais, his ability to write, and he, he nothing is is 
over-dramatized. It's just what it is. I don't know if people will understand that, but he doesn't try to, to sell a scene. He just, it's so raw and honest and like how, how it would be that I feel like I'm in the, I'm in the fucking room. And he reacts the same way that like you think you'd react in a situation. So you're like, fuck, man. And I started, I started fucking bawling out crying in the morning. I don't know what it was about that scene, but it just, it, it got to me and they had the fucking bullshit. Uh, what's it? What is it? The, um, like the TikTok sound. And I was like one of those like emotional tracks that they put under fucking anything on a podcast and people start crying. But just the whole thing was, I was just like, Jesus Christ, man, man. First thing in the morning before I haven't even had a coffee yet. But it was, uh, it was great. And I'm definitely going to watch that fucking show now after seeing that. Um, I've watched the first season and it's good, man. He's funny as shit. And he's, his humor's so dark. So I think Marin would hate it. Um, but I'm going to watch it myself because it's, the guy's a fucking genius. So keep it going, Ricky. Keep it going. Big supporters here. Big supporters. Oh, you, you I, some of you remember I said, uh, you, you know, people call me Mr. Viral, all that kind of stuff. And um, those of you that follow the PearPod would have seen that a recent reel that I put up, you know, got over, you know, 12,000 views. Not a big deal. The page has only been made a week. 60-odd followers, 12K views, you know, and, you know, that's because we go viral, you know, because we go viral. Um, but, yeah, your, your man, Lawrence, from the True Jordy podcast actually re retweeted or reposted my my reel on his story and got that thing, got that thing fucking juiced up, so... You know, just because no one's watching the podcast doesn't mean people aren't watching the reels. So I'm going to keep it churning, but that was nice, man. It's a little, enc little encouragement to know that he or people that I admire are at least aware that I exist. This is good. This is good. What is this? What am I doing with this? Again, apologies to the audio listeners who won't know what that meant, but we shall continue. Oh, I saw in Ireland just on a... I just saw something quickly there before. Um, Ireland are... Or have been recommended by our, like, Neffet, which is, like, the uh, COVID awareness people, that they should... Uh, they're recommended to drop all the the parameters in place, which is fucking sick. So I think that's all going to start going into process over the next, like, week or two, which is awesome, because, like, shit's crazy lockdown over there. So that's great news for everyone. And I'm returning to Dublin at the end of February for my brother's birthday, his 25th birthday. So hopefully when I'm back there, clubs will be open, we can do the full shebang and do it the, do it the way it should be done. Christ, I'm going to have to give myself a fucking cleanse after that. Yeah, those of you who know Max Byers and the, uh, the company he keeps, boys know how to do it. They know how to fucking do it. So... That's fucking great news to see that we're starting to come out of the other side of this, man. It's uh, as I said here. It's it's been, you know, for and, and like you know wearing a mask inside is pretty much it. Uh, other than that, shit, shit's open. So very exciting. And now for the most exciting news of the week. Now for the most exciting news of the week. It's exciting. Um, we as. Most of you know season two or season one and may, some of season one and all of season two has been shot here in this apartment in a lovely block in Puerto Venus. But 
uh, we were told we were going to have to leave at the end of July or the end of June or something. So we started looking into getting a new spot. And within two days, we had our viewing of a spot. It's very close to us. It's fucking Schwanks. Schwanks, Madanks. It's very nice. Um, it's a little bigger than here. More modern. Lots of like white. It's got an outdoor patio area and shit, which is all stuff we were looking for. And it's a much quieter area. So we're buzzing. So we'll be looking to pay the deposit on that. And you, obviously, I will, you guys will notice a change in set. In, I think, May is when we're looking to leave. So in, you will all, hopefully, fuck man, yeah, I need to figure out how I'm going to set up a, set up the pod in there, but we will figure it out. Uh, and it's just a fuck, it's a much nicer spot. And that's a year-long lease. It's my first year-long lease. So, but we got it for a great deal, man. You would, like, you'd be paying you know, seventeen, eighteen hundred for the same thing in Dublin. So the, uh, you know, and the rest maybe, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's a result. And I'm looking forward to getting, uh, getting there for the summer, man. Jeez, because we've never been here for a summer. We, we came over in September. So we've never had a, like the proper ripping hot, like June, July here. So I want to fucking turn it up high, Reggie. I want to burn. I wonder who knows that reference. Sam's odd movie reference of the week. Leave in the comments if you guys know what that's from. I'd be very impressed. Okay, next topic. Oh, this, people are going to be like... <laughs> Some of you will know, uh, those of you who know me well, will know I'm a massive Machine Gun Kelly fan. Um... Yeah, I actually don't know. I don't know how people feel about it. I don't know when it started. I'd say maybe just before he started, maybe when Hotel Diablo came out, which was his second last album. Uh, I thought the dude was sick. Dude's a crazy good rapper and writer. Um, yeah, I think he's sick. So uh, I've been obviously quite invested since then. I got a, I've got a Machine Gun Kelly tattoo on my arm, for God's sake. But... Um, he got engaged this week to Megan Fox, which is great news. Um, if you know Machine Gun Kelly's music or if you've listened to it, uh, it'll be an even, you know, happier note because a lot of his music was about, like, being alone and not being able to or worrying he'll never find anyone and, like, all that kind of shit. And so for, for it to go completely 360 and now for him to be engaged within a year of meeting someone is fucking great. And they seem very happy. Obviously, a bit of... You know, they're, they're, they are into some fruity stuff in terms of like star signs and Geminis and genies and Lulus and who has or whatever. Um, but look, whatever makes them happy, they seem to be happy together. Man, his new album is, is supposed to come out. And it was supposed to come out on January 1st, and it didn't. Now playing is coming out in March, and it better. Because I've heard some like little snippets of his new album, and shit, sounds good. It sounds fucking good. So, yeah, it's just fucking, yeah, and it actually probably, there's very few people that I'd be, I'd be highly anticipating the drop of their album. It's probably only like Kanye, Kanye and Drake last year. I was like, holy shit, they're going to be big albums. And there was so much hype behind those, but I'm pumped for this one. So, figure it out, get the thing fucking dropped so I can review it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think uh, a lot of people don't like his music, which is interesting. I know he's kind of 
like I have a uh, a freestyle. I wonder if I'll react to the freestyle live. That is the question. <laughs> Fuck it. We're doing it live. I actually have a new I have a new graphic that I've been wanting to use anyway for the PearPod um, for reviewing stuff, so we're going to do it. So for people who have ever said, right, that MGK can't rap or or isn't, isn't a good rapper, any of that kind of shit, can't freestyle, any of that kind of stuff, this kind of, uh, this kind of eradicates any sort of questions, in my opinion. So uh, most people will know Funk Flex. It's a Hot 97 show. And, uh, you know, fucking everyone's done freestyles on Funk Flex. But this one fucking hopped. So let us move to the viewing graphic. Nice. And let's review. Enjoy, folks. <laughs> you check. The let's jack got to come off? Let's get comfortable. Let's get my phone. Yeah, yeah. Part two. Shout out Flex. Shout out Puff. Cleveland. Hey, hey. Young Gunner. All right, Flex. Look, where were you when I was down? I got questions. Now it's all these hoes in the lounge at the Wesley. I just met somebody's parents, left a bad impression. They smelled the package that I just picked up from the reception. Hey, fuck them, I'm stressing. I don't learn my lesson. Customs locked me down in LAX for coke possession. Just had a publicist that left, said I was too aggressive. That had an ex that couldn't stand me cause I'm not possessive. Impressive, uh, I just wanna say. I ditched the VMAs and went back up the way, Hey, From the ghetto to a rock god, hit him up like pop. Let's just keep it G. Only easy I fuck with is E. Damn. I seen he dyed his hair and got a hanging near him. I fucked his girl, now he looked like me, this shit overbearing. How dare him, I dare him, don't think about comparing. Man, turn that frat rap off, I'm getting sick of hearing. I'm in LA at my spot, right next door to Terrence. I'm knocking on the door next time I see Kanye's McLaren. Like I need beats, ayy, like hook me up with Kendall. Man, all the masses out in Calabasas got me mental. Bitch, I'm a dog, yeah, I came up out the kennel. When that teardrop on my partner, I ain't cause he's sentimental. Look, I told you, I told you that I'm coming. Yeah, they should have left me doing pop. Y'all don't want me gunning. My daughter's with me, ain't no school yet, it's the end of summer. So close your ears, your daddy's about to kill these mother. Motherfuckers, lyrically I'm, six feet I'm, 23 MJ on the beat I'm, stronger, faster by design, I'm a Lambo, you a Nissan, I'm the big bad wolf, no peace sign, finna give these fans they tea time, I would tell they mans he'd be fine, but then I'd be lying, I'm mobbing, in that all black range, with a long list of names, duct tape, y'all ain't safe, ugh. Clinically I'm insane, industry is full of lames, gone when the cops came, uh, paper planes, uh, sugar cane, uh, to the brain, bottle drain, numb the pain, uh, I'm just saying, uh, I'm ashamed, uh, I paved this lane and they don't even say my name, yeah, I'm white, yeah, I'm rock and roll, yeah, I got soul, yeah, my daughter's black, yeah, I love to rap, yeah, I'm fighting back, yeah, I hate the fame, wish I had a mask, yeah, I got pulled over with my stylist, had no license and a strap, plead the fifth, that ain't sex, ayy, speak some facts, ayy, 
All you dummies love money, do some math Seven digits in my 20s, yeah A misfit, fuck the critics, every one of ya I used to burn a fader magazine in public, yeah Just cause one journalist, a hater and a sucker, yeah High school reunion on my calendar, you know I'm ready I'm leaving tour just to show up, you know I'm fucking petty I ain't forget none of you pussies and the rest of y'all been playing too long Let's take it back to Vegas on my 22nd at the Palms, got a call My life was being threatened by a pimp he ain't know I'm in the room with 20 goons and Jay Prince Now I'm pissed Y'all done made me talk my shit I was chillin', now I'm back to being a villain in this bitch 2012 came to flex, now this is part 2 Fuck with me in part 3, might be about you Kells You see, disrespect Flex, flex, flex goes And disrespectful <laughs> It's disrespectful Man, I'd love to have a rapper on the show And some fucking freestyle on this But that's hard, man And I, I I have lots of mates who are into, you know, Big L and Nas, like all the Kendrick, all the fucking lyricists and Jay-Z and all the best freestylers. I'm not saying that he's one of the best freestylers in the world. Let's get fucking real. But Duke and Spit. Duke and Spit. He's doing it for the white boys. Doing it for the white boys. Man, a lot of good white white rappers in there. Well, it's just a sign of Bob Bernay. Logic. People like Logic. Jack Harlow. Machine Gun Kelly. Mac Miller. I'm going to do a Mac Miller. I was going to open this episode with Mac Miller, but I did the uh, Def Leppard instead. But I will open an episode of Mac Miller and we will do a, an episode on Mac Miller because dude's a beast and was a beast, I guess. Oh, fuck, it's cracked my toe. And um, the more and more, I like, year after year, the more I go deeper into more of his albums and stuff. One of my friend, Kai, who is a living in Vancouver now. Hello, Kai, if you're watching. I hope all is well with you. Much love, my brother. Uh, he's a huge Mac Miller fan and kind of put me on to Mac Miller. And uh, I used to listen to his, obviously, like his, you know, the older stuff. Yeah, the flash motherfucker in the room. Yeah, you know it's me. Bitches hating on him because he started out here locally. Hopefully, I'll be at the top soon. But now I'm at my house on the couch watching cartoons. You know how much you love it when you get it in abundance. Give a fuck about a budget when you always be the subject of discussion. Um. But then you go into some of his like deeper stuff when like swimming in those uh, or swimming a song or an album I can't remember, and then like that song circles and stuff and you're like, wow, God, the guy's fucking crazy, and like it's just sad to think his music was evolving so much how fucking good his shit would be now. Ah, God, God, did you see what? Um, I suppose I could do a little a little quick push for the UFC. Okay, fine. You see, guys, are paying me for these promos, man. Um, big fight this weekend for people that are. Uh, it's crazy how little hype this fight gets, considering the story behind it. Like, just because there's not as much shit talk and stuff like that. But if you like MMA and you follow MMA, you know there's a big fucking card this weekend. Um, Francis Ngannou, heavyweight champion of the world. People probably don't even know who he is, which is crazy because that should be technically like baddest man on the planet. And um, people say that about the boxer, but it's the MMA or the UFC heavyweight champion of the world's best man on the planet, but the box, but fucking Tyson Fury and and Francis Ngannou in a in an alleyway together. I promise you, Francis is coming out. Um, no, he won't. No, he won't. He's the Gypsy King. I'd fucking I'm big, Tyson Fury's biggest fan, but let's be realistic. Fucking kick, one of those kicks to the legs. Uh, that 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 actually does fucking frustrate me. On a uh, 
people who are like, ah, you know, yeah, but you, you know, in boxing though, you know what I mean? Like boxers and MMA boxer every time. Like, man, what are you smoking? Can I have some? Because it's clearly very strong. Um, the reality is any boxer who fought in MMA, the first leg kick they took, unless they really did some serious training um, and learned how to fucking check and take kicks and... um. Like how about the, like change in distance stuff like that? Unless they did all those things and were in an amazing camp and were already were like incredibly gifted, they get fucked up, especially against someone who like knows what they're doing. Anyone who knows what they're doing at, at a UFC level would fuck them up. So yeah, uh, but it's a big fight this weekend. The uh, Cyril Gan is the interim heavyweight champion of the world, and uh, him and Francis were training partners back in Paris, and then Francis left, moved to Vegas and has obviously has had all this success since moving to Vegas. And there was a little bit of bad blood there between Francis and his coach in Paris after he left, um, which I presume is un understandable considering that success Francis has gone on to have and some of that success is definitely attributed to his coach in Paris. His name escapes me. His name escapes me. I apologize to the coach. Um, but man, the fight just gets like juicier and juicier because apparently Francis and Cyril, Cyril, uh, sparred back in Paris and this fucking this clip came out of them sparring and um, like it shouldn't be taken too seriously do you know what I mean like it's it's fucking training you don't know the, the circumstances around it uh, yeah you don't know anything right you don't know if Francis has been told I've, I've from what I've heard Francis doesn't really know and from what Cyril said in the press conference yesterday Francis doesn't know how to spar gently in tech for technique he knows how to spar to fucking hurt you that's how he fights he fights to, like look at his fucking fight record like the guy hasn't barely spent more than two minutes in any of his fights um he gets in there and murders people so um it's always interesting to have a little bit of hype like this but the fight's gonna be interesting man and cyril is by far the most technical striker francis would have faced so far but you would have said that about rosenstroke as well who was a uh he had like very talented kickboxer, like won championships of kickboxing. And Francis just came in and beat the shit out of him. First exchange. So I don't know, man, but there's this whole underlying bit about Francis. Um, he's on his last fight of his UFC contract and wants to be getting paid like a fucking champion, which is fair. Do you know what I mean? He's the UFC heavyweight champion. He should be making millions per fight. He should be making the Brock Lesnar... Uh, the Brock Lesnar numbers, especially considering his record, he's beaten fucking legends in the sport and has a... Uh, he knocks everyone out. Do you know what I mean? So if, you knock, if you're knocking everyone out, it's exactly what Dana asked for. He's like, I want people to finish fights. The raining! The funding! I'll put that in here. That's funny. Uh, but he always wants people to finish and Francis flattens people. So um, Dana's kind of banking on... Apparently there's a clause that if Francis wins and is the champion, it automatically renews one more fight. Francis wants to leave to go and fight Tyson Fury in boxing and go fight heavyweight boxing, which would be very lucrative for him. I don't know if he's going to go the way he wants because as we've seen, look at fucking Jake Paul or any of those lads or any, as we've started to see more, more UFC fighters transition over to boxing. It's not the same. Distance isn't the same. And maybe your, your striking isn't as... Uh, dangerous when people aren't worried about getting taken down or worried about your other your other weapons when it's just boxing oh I can just fucking sit here and you, you can't come and take me down you can't attack my legs and actually your striking's not as good as I thought because the whole 
you know, MMA, like ducking down, bring the guy down like you're trying to take down and coming over with the overhand right. Not going to work now. And uh, obviously Francis got shitload of power, but you can't tell me that Francis Ngannou hits harder than Deontay Wilder. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'd struggle to argue, like Francis is using smaller gloves. Deontay does the same thing to people with 10-ounce gloves on. Turns people to stone. So Tyson's already shown he can take those, take those shots. And Deontay Wilder is a better fucking boxer than Francis Ngannou is. So if I was Francis, I'd be focusing on winning that fight, getting a new contract with the UFC, like a big one, and fighting in the UFC. Because MMA is what he's been practicing for the fucking last five years to get good at. So now's your time to make some big bucks. And man, at heavyweight, there's not... Like, you could go on your contract now and go make some serious coin against guys. You'll probably beat a lot of them. You've got John Jones, if he comes up. Um, at heavyweight. You've got John Jones, if he comes up. Uh, yeah, man, what are the heavy... De- Derek Lewis, who's fighting Taito Avasa. You've got Tom Aspinall from fucking... Tom Aspinall. Uh, but that's it, man. There's like Francis just going to knock out the whole. He run the whole division. May have a contract where he's getting two, two or three million a fight, um, and plus pay per view points and stuff. He make a shit ton of money. But he wants to go for the big bag, so we'll see. But it is it is a uh, it is surprising to say the least how uh, how difficult it seems for him to get a contract. And apparently Dana has issues with his management and stuff. So very interesting to see how the fight goes. I'd. Um, it's very hard. People are counting Francis out a lot. And at some point you have to be like, because Francis could just land. Do you know what I mean? And that, I guess that's the difference. Like I, as uh, the first round is going to be huge. If Sewell gets out of the first round and he shows that he can like keep his distance and not take shots. Uh, but then Francis can land at any point in the whole fight and end the whole thing. So it's going to be, it's, it's, it's a cracker. It's a cracker. Um, okay, and with the final portion of this podcast will be about um, a little bit of influencer marketing that has gone on in the last uh, week or so. So people will know Logan Paul, people will know KSI. Obviously, they fought each other in a box match numerous, numerous times. They were enemies, quote-unquote. And... Last week or the week before, they announced that they are coming out with a new product, a new hydration beverage known as Prime. Now, what's fucking astounding about this, right, is from, from watching some other influencers, um, particularly like Christian Guzman and Max Tuning, people like that, guys who are setting up businesses and kind of giving you a behind-the-curtain look of uh, how that's all run, you start to see how difficult it is to get, like, distribution. You see all the issues that... Christians had throughout the years were like, who do we use for distribution? How do we get here? How do we get 3D into this Walmart and this Walmart? It's taken them years. And it just shows the power of social media when KSI and Logan Paul are like, off the bat, we are in every Walmart, fucking Kroger, like CVS, all those, whatever the other chains are, they're in all of them, statewide, United States wide, at the same time. So a launch like that, man, is so huge. Um... It's to like logistically is so difficult. Like it must be a huge team involved, and they said they they sold like three million. They've already done like three million bottles or something. I don't know. I um, they, I think they said that in the podcast. But man, absolutely outrageous. And you're seeing more and more 
influencers get into the the beverage game now like Nelk Boys got in with the Happy Dad stuff and um, Brandon Job coming out of the whiskey Dana's got Howler Head Connor's got Proper 12 so I guess the markups are quite good I presume on beverages they're you know transportable and their their one doesn't doesn't have any caffeine it's like infused with coconut water uh, they've a fuck ton of flavors and with UK with Logan Paul and KSI they've got the the biggest YouTuber or influencer in America and the biggest influencer in the UK in the UK so you have both markets immediately grabbed uh, which is like genius when you think about it fucking clever work from Logan Paul and the boys to be like you can see now where Logan's gone to Puerto Rico like because he's like I'm about to make so much fucking cash what the hell am I giving it to LA for fair enough man if you're making that kind of bread it makes sense and he's got a yeah man I just saw it's so interesting I just saw a video they they bought out of Logan Paul in case I like promoting the drink in Walmart or something and their dynamic together is so good man it's fucking weird when like enemies come together like that and he's got a uh, yeah man I think they're onto a fucking winner there if I'm totally honest and the beauty of this thing is now they're going to uh, it's going to be sponsoring so much stuff you know they they can work that into so much content it's just a new a new uh, skew for them to market you know so it's great it makes my life as an influencer mar- or influence marketing tougher because every influencer now is going to be like I'm just going to do my own thing and uh, yeah so I'm going to keep I'll, I'll keep trying to figure that out um, but it is remarkable to see that like they're like oh we're going to just fucking take on Gatorade and just we'll just wipe them off do you know what I mean because like I did, I, I, I'm actually surprised I've always been surprised at how popular Gatorade is in the States because it's full of sugar and then the NFL they're like um, that's what they chug on the sideline and you're like yeah it, it probably has like the electrolytes and that kind of stuff but it, it, it's probably not the best for you and has sugar and shit in it so like it definitely isn't the best thing to be drinking while you're working out or like playing a sport like that so there's probably a gap in the market for that and uh, the problem is yeah like a, do, they market it as like an everyday or so do you just cream one every day and like how much are they if you're going to cream one every day uh, so yeah I don't know if I'll be doing it I'm more of a water guy but nice to see and if you're a bit hung maybe I know it has like electrolytes and coconut everything has electrolytes now everything's with electrolytes this with electrolytes have this heroin with electrolytes okay, alright I don't know quite sure what electrolytes are do you know what I mean blacks and all that I remember yeah there was like in before rugby matches it was always you know whatever happened to orange wedges and a Mars bar do you know what I mean Thank you, everyone. Everyone say thank you to Keen's mum now for bringing in the the oranges. Thank you, Sally. You know, be very good. Thank you. Looking, looking well. How are you doing? Fucking. All right, sorry, lads. All right, back to it. Go and get your orange wedges. Uh, you get that or a Jaffa cake, and a, and a Lucas aid. You get back out there. Do you know? Don't overcomplicate these things. What was that? Oh. Uh, yeah, don't overcomplicate these things. Traditions are there for a reason. Um, but yeah, that is about it. About it, folks. Another raw, uncut episode of the Pear Pod. It's it's becoming routine. It's becoming routine. It's dangerous to say, but it is. And that's three in three weeks. So we're gonna hit four in a month. So yeah, we're just we're just gonna keep cracking them out, man, every week. And uh, yeah, I hope you're enjoying them. I, no one makes it to this part, I guess. So I could just I could, I could kind of say anything, you know, fiddle faddle. 
no. Filibuster. I could say anything and no one would no one would even realize. Because no one comes to the end of the podcast because no one makes it this far. Maybe it's because uh, maybe there's no content. I'm not saying anything and that's why people don't wait. But if you are, two things. Like the video, please. It's embarrassing that I like the video with all my own YouTube channels. I have to make new accounts with all my different email addresses. It's embarrassing. Okay. So you guys could just help me out a little. Thank you. Um... If you like the video, it'll be a big help. And leave a comment. Say anything. Say anything. Just type a load of letters. Say, type a load of different, like, J's. 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 Type a load of letters. Type anything. Or type something you liked, something you didn't like. Maybe you don't like me. Nobody likes me. But that's it, folks. Um, yeah. Like the podcast. Subscribe. I'll give you a little, little sing-song. And- Talking to myself and feeling old Sometimes I'd like to quit Nothing ever seems to fit Hanging around Nothing to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me down